So, David. Yo. Wow. What a response. You know, <laughs> you, you know, things are going to be good. Um, I want to tell you about something. I was, uh, I was cruising the internet for some, some information to talk about today. And I came across okay. a little article and it was what comes oh, next for the PS Vita. <laughs> and I looked at the publishing date of last week. No, that that's not, that's not a mistake. The PS Vita is a topic of discussion from a website. Um, I didn't even bother reading the article because as far as I'm concerned, the PS Vita is dead. Um, well, I remember the PS Vita died the moment that Sony released it. Yeah. I mean, what's next for that beautiful machine with 512 megabytes of Ram and a it's gig actually, of flash memory. It's a pretty, pretty, it was a pretty beefy handheld. I have yeah. to admit, I I still have mine. Have I used it in the last like three years? No. Um, I mean, but I guess people are talking about the PlayStation Vita now. I, I I guess we can discuss more in a little bit. Or is it because Sony has dropped a big ball again, and now? Oh, I'm cutting you off. Yeah, you're cutting me off. <laughs> So what I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted by it's it's not a rude interruption. I it's great not dropping the ball yeah. and then picking it back up, unlike yeah. That company, yeah. So I think um, this this group, this this website, just kind of trying to actually no, that was posted like a week ago. Yeah, that's what I said. Within a week. Yeah, and then some Sony news dropped today. Was was it today? It was recently. Yeah. Do you want to start with that? Yeah. Why not? So it has. This is still rumors, Um, but we know what we say about rumors. Yeah, They're so fat. take it take it with a grain of salt because salt is good for you and you need a lot of it. So this is probably true. Uh, so there's been rumors that Ubisoft has had a, or I guess there was an Ubisoft frequently asked question page for uh, the PlayStation 5 that was put online. And it had talked about um, the PS5's backwards compatibility. And, okay, now I know people are mad about this because Sony has said that it was the system was going to be backwards compatible, right? But they never actually said how backwards compatible is going to be. All it was confirmed is that the PlayStation four games are going to be played on it, but there's something that's con- confirmed here or highly rumored now from, uh, let's see what, what does it say? Um, PlayStation 4 players will be able to join multiplayer games with PlayStation 5 players. Backwards compatibility will be avail- will be available for supported PlayStation 4 titles, but will not be possible for PlayStation 3, PlayStation 2, or PlayStation games. Hold up. So, PlayStation, the PS5, will not be able to play PlayStation 1 games. What is going on with that? 
Well, here's my opinion. All right. They're stupid. Lay it on me. They're just dumb. Well, like, yes. do you remember? And like, I hate that we have to keep going back to 2013 or the summer of 2013 where the, the, the console war seemingly ended because we don't think there's going to be a console war anymore. We think all three are just going to coexist. But that was a very defining moment when you saw them up on the stage and they were just ripping on Microsoft and they were just like, I'm going to hand you this game and you could use it because DRM doesn't matter. I mean, Mm -hmm. that was seven years ago. DRM is completely different now. But it still is like a very, it's still a huge player in, you know, the digital market, right? People just don't think so much about it because it's not as intrusive as it was before. Exactly. But like, this year, Microsoft had a piss poor showing, and their next presentation, I, I believe, is this month because they're going to announce the console release date. I hope. Um, you hear that? Amongst other Microsoft? things, do you hear that? Microsoft release your freaking release date. Yeah, or cost, please. Thanks. Hell, yeah, I need to know how much more money awesome. I need to save. Yeah, like, I don't know. Have I paid half? Have I paid less than half? Have I paid more than half? I don't know. Um, But what I'm trying to say is that three days between Microsoft and Sony was clearly definitive for both parties. And both presentations were great. Like, you saw tons of great games from both consoles. But Sony clowned on Microsoft pretty hard. Yeah, Sony had the opportunity since the middle or the beginning of August to absolutely dunk on Microsoft and be like, okay, well, like, yeah, PlayStation Plus, or what's their uh, PlayStation Now? PlayStation, PlayStation Now. Now isn't the strongest. And, like, it does get some good content from time to time. But, like, they could work on improving that. They could have been like, oh, man, Microsoft is making almost their entire library from the, the 360 to the Xbox One to now, all available. I don't know how many Xbox actual games, like from the original Xbox, but they're making majority of their library, which is a pretty definitive word, available within the first few months of launch as backwards compatible. And you can already see the backwards compatibility is there because if it's the same infrastructure as the Xbox One to the 360, there's like, I was playing Fusion Frenzy not that long ago. It looks like crap but you can still play it. Actually, they look a lot better than they did originally, right? Because the system is actually upscaling it properly. And, and also Microsoft has released a lot of Xbox series X in, or Xbox one X enhancements, like patches for some of these old games. Yeah. Right. So the, the graphics of the actual three, like the 3d assets will be increased, but any 2d assets, like, so a lot of, you know, on-screen user interface stuff that can't be upresed as well, but still, like they are putting the work in to make the system completely backwards compatible with their entire library, or at least majority of it. Sony's like, "Fuck all y'all! You're going to play the games that we tell you to play." But this is where they like miss their opportunity. You literally had the opportunity to dunk on Microsoft. It was over. This could have been the, like, as much as we don't want to see another console war, this could have been the opportunity to turn around and be like, you know what? 
fuck you guys. Yeah, you might have Game Pass, but we're also making everything on the PS3 and PS2 library available. Boom, done. It's over. And then it would have been even playing field for the um, the Xbox and the, the mm-hmm. PS1. But no, they just pissed off their fans again because that's what they do. Yeah, that bird in the background seems pretty pissed off, too. I know, and I can't shut it up. <laughs> um, it's just funny because Sony has always like their their slogan is what for the gamer. Or something like that. Is that Sony? It might as well be just we're taking your money and we don't care about right? you. And oh, that's sorry, that's EA. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, it just seems like it's Sony's missing a big selling point of the PS5. Now, I know that uh, th- there's been a lot of talk online with people about what's the point of getting this Xbox Series X if it can play all the Xbox One games um, and the Xbox One we'll be able to play a lot of the series X games at like a lower video quality, right. Or fidelity. Um, and I've had some conversations with some people that are saying like, what's the point of even getting the Xbox If you can just get game pass ultimate and play all like, cause what's Microsoft is doing all of their uh, first party games, right. Are going to be released on PC and uh, Xbox, right. So yes, if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you don't even need an Xbox to play some of these games. So like people are like, "Oh, I'm just I'm I'm just going to play Halo 5 or Halo Infinite on my PC. I'm going to play all of these other games on my PC. I don't need an Xbox, right?" So uh, on one one side, I see Microsoft is giving giving us everything, right? Or at least that's what they're they're chalking it up to be, right? Yeah. We're going to have our entire game library. You can play it on PC and you can keep playing on your Xbox and vice versa. So now people are seeing it as, well, there's no reason for me to have an Xbox. If I can play everything on my PC, I have a pretty good gaming PC, right? You don't even need a, a, a massive, you know, $50,000 gaming PC. Not that people would, but you know, like you don't need a, a multi-thousand dollar gaming PC just to be able to play some of these games. You know, in my one computer, I have an RX 570, which is like now considered a entry level video card. And I can play games like Resident Evil 2 or Resident Evil 3 Remake um, on like with high settings video, like high video quality. Right. So it's not so much a uh, like there's not so much variation with PC gaming that you need like a high end system. But then. You know, I know you're getting the Xbox Series X. I'm getting the Xbox Series X. And we both have computers capable of playing games. But I don't know about you in particular, but for me, the reason why I want to get the Series X is because I enjoy playing games while sitting on my couch. You know, I I don't want to have to fill around with installing a game. Well, I have to install the game, but, you know, driver issues, making all that all that stuff work. Uh, and it's just more comfortable sitting on my couch. So being able to get this new system and play all the games that I have already, because Microsoft has thought about that, right? And we know that they are continually, continuously adding more games to their backwards compatibility library because they have been since they announced it, right? Whereas my, or Sony right now, they literally have the option or the opportunity to 
like match that. There's such a huge library of PlayStation three games and PlayStation two games that have essentially been lost to time because people can't play them unless they have that original hardware. And it's becoming more and more, it's, it's becoming more significantly harder to find, you know, a good quality working PS three. They are out there, but you know, I see maybe two or three come through um, work every month or so, if that, right? Yeah. Um, but imagine what that would do for Sony if they actually supported backwards compatibility, even for PS3. Hell, even if it was just like PS2 and PlayStation, because those um, processors and stuff like that will be easier to emulate than the PlayStation 3 cell processor. Right. But imagine that that would open up an entire like two generations of of games opened up onto the PlayStation 5. They could sell that for digital like they could resell the games digitally and make a shit ton of money on that. Right. Like Microsoft does it. They had all of like the Star Wars games for Xbox and a a ton for Xbox 360. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? I bought them because it's it was cheaper to buy it digitally than to go and find a used copy of this game. Now, yes, it will hurt some of the stores that, um, you know, rely on those like used game sales and retro games and stuff like that. But uh, Microsoft and Sony don't care about that, right? Like they, they want the money and they don't get any from retro game stores and stuff like that. But Sony really dropped the ball on this one. Um, and if, if this is true, like, like we said, you know, this is just, found from an Ubisoft FAQ page and it was quickly edited afterwards or taken down shortly after this um, info was found. So uh, most good news is right. And that's the thing is like, if it was taken down so quickly, either that means that Sony doesn't want them to know or like wants the public to know just yet because there's still a lot of people that are on the fence about whether or not they want to upgrade or buy a PlayStation five. Right. Um, and, and that's the thing is the main reason why I'm not buying the PS five at launch is because I have my PS four and I know that I can play my PS four games on my PS four, but there's no guarantee that I'm going to be able to play my PS four games or all of the ones that I want to play on a PS five. Right. So, and launch titles at, at launch, there's just not enough to justify it for me. Whereas the, xbox sure i can still play all of those games on my xbox one right but i want to take advantage of the ability to play all of the new upgraded games day one through game pass right and i know that it's going to be available because Sony or microsoft has been consistently saying you know this game will be available on game pass at launch for xbox series x so it's like okay i don't have to drop the money on all of these new games just to see what they're like, just to see if I, if I like them. Sony really done goofed this time, but this is upsetting. Cat got your tongue. I know this is upsetting me. I'm also super tired today. So Um, like you said, back in like 2013, when Microsoft and Sony were kind of going at it with the Xbox and the PS4, where Sony was really kind of, you know, pulling punches. And um, it's 
tables have turned in a sense because while more people are interested in the PlayStation 5, I think, this is just from what I'm gathering from talking to people, I think there's more interest in the PlayStation 5 than the Xbox Series. Um, But Microsoft is doing more for the gaming community in making it so that it's easier to upgrade to the Series X whenever you know, it's feasible for a person to do it financially. Um, but also if you've noticed there's less, and I don't know if it's because COVID kind of put a halt on the whole E3 thing and a lot of these um, game conferences and announcements and stuff like that have only been digital. So it's, there's less uh, excitement to, sh- to share right in person. It's yeah. all online stuff, but I've noticed that this generation or this upcoming generation, there's been less excitement overall about it. And I think part of that is because we aren't necessarily seeing right now the jump in the hardware tech, like the tech specs, right? Um, Like the difference between the Xbox 360 and the Xbox one was significant. Same thing with the PS3 to the PS4. Like those were both very significant dr- jumps. Um, but now we have the Xbox One X and the PlayStation 4 Pro, both very powerful systems. The Xbox One X is, and there's there's no arguing, it is a more powerful system than the PS4 Pro, but they are both capable of creating and playing very beautiful games. But the difference now is that the Series X and the PS5 Pro, we've seen these videos, we've seen these like gameplay trailers, but people are starting to smarten up and realize that gameplay trailers aren't always gameplay trailers. Like it's not always gameplay. What? Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? That Val Assassin's Creed Valhalla gameplay trailer. Yeah, I didn't really see much gameplay in that. No, not at all. So I think people are starting to smarten up and it'll be really interesting to see how the launches go for these because the games don't necessarily look any better than what we're seeing right now on current gen hardware. I think the only main advantage is that because they are more powerful is that you're going to get that, you know, 60 frames per second benchmark at 1080p or even, you know, 4k. Um, But I I still think it'll be a while before we get to that, that like 4k 60 frames. Yeah. I'm just very curious as to like how many more bullets does Sony have in the gun that's shooting themselves? Like they're playing a really dangerous game of Russian roulette with themselves. And they're, they're just, they're, I don't think they're in danger yet of like losing the diehard Sony fans, but they could be really fucking with the people on the fence. Like, obviously a lot more people are going to care. Like the backward, the backwards compatibility really hurts the, like the the solid PlayStation owner, right? But like, there's there are those people who have a port, uh, like a PS4 and a PS3, and they're like, maybe I'll try the Xbox Series X now. I'm a diehard like PlayStation fan, and then like PlayStation's like, you know what? We're not going to allow a lot of backwards compatibility. Fuck your PS3 and PS2 games, and even some of the PS4 games to our understanding. But mm-hmm. maybe this is going to help Microsoft out because they're going to be like. You can keep your PS4, play your PS3 games and the digital PS2 games that you have or whatever. Well, here's the thing, though, as well, with, with Come on over. Microsoft, you know, for people who are maybe thinking of getting the Series X over the PlayStation, right? 
longtime PlayStation users, you know, um, guaranteed the Series X is going to come with at least a two week Game Pass uh, trial. Yeah, I guess it might even come for like a, a one month or a three month that, you know, just trying to push it. But still, three month subscription to Game Pass is like what? 60 bucks. Uh, yeah, but you can always get it on sale. I always buy it when it's like 25 bucks for three months. Right. Right. So, and, and especially with, um, these systems released around the holiday season, you know, game pass and all that's going to be on sale. So someone could essentially buy the console and not have to buy any launch titles because they can just get a, a subscription to game pass for, you know, three months, six months, whatever it may be and save a significant amount of money and have it in a, a huge library already at on their already at their fingertips. Yeah. Right. Was whereas Sony, we don't even know the f- minute details of their backwards compatibility, right? Because they said that there's going to, they're going to support thousands of titles, but it's going to be like a select number at launch. Do you think this is like uh and, and hear me out. Do you think this is kind of like that scenario where it's like the boyfriend is like, oh, don't worry, baby. I got you the greatest gift ever. Can't wait for you to see it. But he never got the gift. Like, I just feel like Sony's like they're they're waiting and they're waiting and they're waiting for the right moment to tell us nothing. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I've just I've never been. Like, obviously, every time a new console comes out, I will always pick one and play it first and then buy the second one. Typically, I'll buy Microsoft because most of my friends have Microsoft, and that just makes a lot of sense to me. But I've never become more disinterested than I have recently. It's just like every time Sony does something well, they just follow it up with, like, something dumb. Like, just unbelievably dumb. That's true. I was going to try and make some sort of like poor example, but my brain is not working the greatest today because I am also tired. So you guys are getting quality program that a programming that is mostly thought out. Speaking of game pass though, I'm shocked to see red dead's already leaving. Like, has it been six months? I didn't think so. Something like that. It, it feels like it just kind of, it feels like it only showed up a few weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, the pandemic will kind of do that to you because you've lost mm-hmm. all concept. This is true. Of time. But that's another like huge key factor when it comes to Game Pass is like, yeah, okay, I understand you don't own these games. But it's it's constantly revolving and it makes it mm-hmm. so much more enjoyable. Um as a gamer, you watch Though Outer Worlds is going to be like, they're going to be like, Outer Worlds is now leaving Xbox. And I'll be like, this will be after the first day I start it. You want to bet me? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I just, when I look at Game Pass, I just look at the, the clear cut advantage it's giving itself nonstop. And I'm just trying to see, was there a list of games being added? Yeah, there is. Um, so this month you can get Wasteland 3, which is also, I think, a um, Games with Gold deal, right? Uh, They're I still adding so. all the, the Tell Me Whys. Jackbox Party 4 is being included. Yeah. Hot Shot Racing, Tell Me Why Chapter 3, Destiny 2, with all the expansions. 
that's cool. Yeah, so they they've put some big big titles on there, but you know, Red Dead Two being released or sorry being removed is kind of big news. Um, and I wonder if they're that means that they're going to release some sort of paid premium edition or something like that. Or Grand Theft Auto is coming back. Oh, that that could be a thing. Can you imagine if they just rotate out between GTA Five and Red Dead Two? I mean, didn't they do that previously? Or was this game or um, was this Red Dead's first try? I think this is Red Dead's first try. So I downloaded Jump Force and I never actually played it. Now I only have 15 days to play it. But I just I wanted to play a game where you could be Goku. Um, Just looking at the like just quickly, the amount of games that are on this stupid program right now. Like Jackbox Party 3 left yesterday. Jackbox Party 4 comes up Thursday. They have all the Kingdom Hearts on here. Lego Star Wars 3, Metal Gear Solid, The Phantom Pain. Um, Actually, Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 HD actually just left yesterday. That sucks. Because those are great games. Um, They also lost another big title. They lost NBA 2K20 today. Did you know that? Yes. And that's because 2K21's dropping. <laughs> yeah. They're like, don't play our free game anymore. Play play their not free game. Well, that's the thing though, right? It's it's strategic. So they get people who wanted to play NBA 2K20. They play it, play it, play it, and then either they buy it because it's like, oh shit, Game Pass, it's off. You, but you can continue playing for this price, or hopefully they're hooked enough to buy 2K21. Well, David, before we move on to our next topic, I'm incredibly happy to announce that in September, which is today, we are bringing back the Game Pass Challenge. Just like we are bringing back our mini reviews, we took the the summer to kind of evaluate a few things, and David and I were hella busy. But mini review Monday is coming back. We could not be more excited. I think David also has his own mini review day on Tuesday with uh, something super special. Yeah, I'm going to tell you guys all about my bowel movements. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought we discussed that it was going to be Tabletop Tuesday. Oh, right. That one. That's right. So (laughs) um, (laughs) while we are going back and forth with our mini reviews, um, I'll I'll be focusing a lot on the mini reviews for the gaming and the movies. And David will be bringing us tabletop content weekly, which is super awesome. I hear he might have an unboxing or two waiting for us to. Yeah, uh, we're going to do some highlight some games and stuff like that, that you guys might've missed something new that you haven't heard of. Maybe something that uh, just came in the mail. Wow. He didn't do a bad thing yet, guys. It it may have arrived actually, or I did bad things like many, many moons ago, but it's too late to say that it's a bad thing now. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, before we get all riled up, um, (laughs) <laughs> with our, our seven, second favorite subject. I want, I want to take a moment. I wanted to start the show with it, but we got right into Sony and the conundrum. Man, we lost such an incredible talent this week. And I was, I was legitimately stunned 
when I heard that Chadwick Boseman passed. Yeah. And I mean, I, w- I was, I was pretty sad Friday night. I've, I've really taken a liking to his work. Um, the girlfriend and I would purposely go look for movies that he was in. We were looking forward to another one that was coming out. Um, you've seen his like big ones. You've seen number 42. You've seen draft day. Mm-hmm. Probably maybe you haven't. I don't know. Um, 21 bridges was an, an incredible movie that was so underrated that the Russo brothers did. And of course, like he is King T'Challa or the black Panther. And, uh, we here are very sad for the loss. Like we are for many losses, um, in like both our personal lives and like the celebrity world. And I've been, I was trying to reflect today and there's not too many celebrity deaths that have impacted me in different, like in in a way where I've just been like stunned. Right. Um, In recent memory, like Kobe Bryant was huge, but the last actor that really like just kind of stopped how I was thinking and, like, holy shit, I'm never going to see anything from him again is Robin Williams. Mm -hmm. And that's like crazy, crazy contrast considering now versus, um, what was that? Eight years ago. Yeah. Quite a while ago. Yeah. So, um, the only thing I can say is really like, and truthfully, when it comes to the black Panther two guys, get off the internet. We like we all assumed that they were going to hand the mantle over anyways to Shuri, and that was going to be the whole plan. And now I hope that's the plan. Um, don't just recast the Black Panther. And I want you to remember that no matter how hard things could be for you, there's like there's people like Chadwick that really exemplified what like he, he was just an incredible human. This guy shot four Avengers films or what? Two Avengers films, civil war and the black Panther while having Hmm. colon cancer. And that's insane. He was doing stunts. He was going through treatment a year ago. He was in cancer hospitals with children. We didn't deserve him. And it's really too bad that we only got to see what his acting career could become. Um, and the reason I bring this up, well, because I'm genuinely sad about it, but Chris and I were like, we were just randomly talking about um, things that like I want to collect. And the one thing I wanted to collect was I wanted all the core Avenger Funkos, but like I was, I'm only allowed to get one of each Avenger, but I can choose which one I want. Right. And that's the whole point. So I want like three from Endgame. I want like, Thor with both Mjolnir and Stormbreaker. I want Captain America with the broken shield and Mjolnir because I think that's cool. And I want um, Iron Man with the the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, that's pretty cool. And we started talking about the Black Panther. So I ran into uh, the game shop uh, at my mall. We all know who it is. And I just asked if they had any. And they're like, no, we've been sold out for like three months. Try like the internet. And I found a, a gentleman on Kijiji and he was actually, he just posted all these like maybe two days before his death. And like, I saw the prices. They're like $15. He had a Walmart exclusive for like 20. 
And he's like, oh, I've had an overwhelming response. Uh, make me an offer. Best offer gets it. So I was like, man, like, I, I understand that, like, you're trying to make a quick buck. I can give you double its value. I'll give you 35 for the Walmart one had, like, the um, the color pulse in it, which looked cool. Yeah. And he was just like, he was like, nah, man, I'm going to take more money. I was like, I respect that you're going to make an, a sale and you're going to take more money. I fully and wholeheartedly get that. I don't respect you price gouging because a human died. And he's like, well, then you need to get out of the game. That would be like asking for a 50, uh, the price of a $15 Lotso or whatever. I think he was talking about like Lotso bear. It's like, that'd be like asking me to, to accept $15 for something that was worth $15 once. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> if something is worth it, like the, the price. Yeah, that's the thing is is people will always take advantage of a situation, regardless of whether it's a good or bad situation. Opportunistic bastards. I mean, yeah. we ended up, we found two and we spent $30 for both of them. Um, now, we're probably going to send the gold one back because we didn't really want a gold one. We really wanted the one with him in the suit and then with no mask on. So you had like his likeness. We thought that would be kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. But he wasn't going to be part of the original Avenger set that we were going to do. We wanted to do like just the core five and maybe like Mm Spider-Man. And now we're like, oh man, now we have to get the Hulk. We have to get Iron Man. We have to get all, or not Iron Man. We have to get like Ant-Man and all this other stuff. So it's like a, it's a, it's a back and forth. But as much as that was unfortunate and having a conversation with an absolute moron, which side of the EA coin do you want to hit first? The part that's made a lot of people mad or the part that's made a small community mad? So what you're saying is that there's a lot of people mad. Let's go with the smaller one first. It's still, it's still just a bigger group of people that are mad. Well, this this one this one's smaller by nature because it's Madden football. Oh right. So they hyped up Madden. They hyped it up. They used it for their their big showcase on Microsoft. And they were like, "Yeah, we got a Madden game coming up. It's going to include new moves." This game is a fucking piece of trash. Yeah, that's but you're still going to buy it. No, I will not. I will wait till I can play it for free in full. No way. No way, Jose. That, no, I'm not paying a dime for this game. This game's Metacritic score, I think the user score is below six. IGN gave it a six. And if IGN gives something a six and calls it okay, and IGN is notorious for being, like, you know, bought off a little bit by uh, by some companies. Yeah. The user score. <laughs> what do you think Madden's user score is on Metacritic? Um, and keep in keep in mind the average review score is sixty three, based on actual critics. But the user score is based on two thousand nine hundred and fifty ratings. I want to say like three point one. <laughs> Zero point three. Oh my god, really? Is yeah. that the lowest is that the lowest uh rated user score ever? 
An atrocious football simulation game. EA has greatly expanded the number of game modes in Madden over the last couple of years at the detriment of uh, depth and immersion of all game modes. This game added no features to its already anemic franchise mode and features many bugs upon release, such as rainbow-colored coaches, players wearing the wrong college jerseys, and, oh, it it says I can expand it. So much. And a pathetic selection of celebrations. Why did you bring back the celebration stick? Madden Ultimate Team has atrociously leggy menus, but they want us to still spend money in their store. Please do not give EA any money for this game. It is not worth a cent. Um, Same game, but actually worse. I don't even know how that's possible. Like, what the fuck? Okay. Broken game, same game. Encouraging children to gamble. No attempted improvements. Have not tried to improve for years. Game Games on previous console are superior. I can't wait to see what quote-unquote upgrades are coming for the new generation. By the way, I air-quoted into the mic for whatever reason. I heard it. I heard, I heard the yeah. whole thing. So that is the stinger. Now, I, I love how they've extended... Like EA has ex- extended their exclusive rights to the Madden franchise um, again mm-hmm. for another long-term deal. And I know you joked and you were like, oh, there goes your chance at 2K22. Yeah, there goes a lot of chances at that because like this is awful. This is um, this is going to be coming or become the equivalent of, I don't know, having a Star Wars franchise or uh, the rights to Star Wars and just continually ruining it for no apparent reason. I mean, that's bad. This is really bad, and this can't be a good look. They have the they extended it to a five year deal, so they have it till summer twenty twenty five. That's crazy. Ugh. That means five more Madden games. That's just going to keep mediocre Madden games significantly worse. Yeah. But, I mean, we're dumb, right? We're, we're like, you're an EA customer. I'm an EA customer. We all are because we're dumb. Somebody's event, like, you know there are people funding this game. And EA is just like, we made another $3 million in microtransactions last week. There was a lineup in front of the EB at my mall for Madden's launch. With the reviews being out. People were in football jerseys and it was like a very normal thing to see like a lineup and a crowd for a video game. But come on. Like I played that game for two hours. And I'm like, this is trash. And I had a demo for it. Like I had early access to the game and I thought it was bad. And I like playing football games. I mean, I can't just keep ranting about the same company over and over again like I do every podcast because but this is what we've become. It's gold, Jerry. Gold. Golden, silver, and bronze. Now, but what did EA do? Because they fucked the they screwed the pooch on this one. Would you would you argue that the community we're about to talk about is probably their second largest community? It's it's tough. I don't know if it's I don't know what would rank higher, that game or FIFA for the amount of online players and the community. I would say this one's bigger. Yeah. The Sims. Like FIFA's pretty big over in the UK, but yeah, we're talking about the Sims, and we don't usually talk about the Sims. 
Why don't we talk about The Sims, David? Because we don't play The Sims. Because because The Sims is trash. No, actually, that's... it is one of the 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 longest upstanding like franchises. Yeah, that's true. And but here's the problem now. It's turning into trash. I mean, you 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 saw the trailer, right? Yes, I saw the I saw the um, Sims trailer for Galaxy's Edge, the Disney says, experience, just, Disney World Journey experience. Journey to Batu, Journey to Batu. So, to give you guys a little bit of context, The Sims Four has been around since 2014. Okay, it released on console, probably I think a year later, but it's been on PC for 20, uh, since 2014, and it recently just joined Steam two months ago. Now, every so often they release like content packs and stuff packs. Stuff packs are like little cosmetics. Like you can get a dog with a bow tie and other stupid shit. Right. But over time, you can like evolve the game. Like they just had the ability to go to university and have an eco area where you could like live in tiny communities and stuff. And to nobody's surprise, actually, it might be to a lot of people as a surprise because EA is so out of touch with their fucking fans. Do you remember months ago, just after the Mandalorian released, there was like all these memes of baby Yoda appearing in the Sims and people were like, how are they doing this? Cause people couldn't clue in that EA have the exclusive rights to star Wars for what feels like a galaxy's worth of eternity. Yeah. You, do you remember that? Yeah. Like, oh, I really hope they don't add Star Wars to The Sims. We don't need real life things in a in a fake fake world. Well, hold on. What? We don't need real life things in a fake fake world. The Star Sims, Wars. The Sims is a real life sim. Like you have yeah. real life things. You mean like they don't want fantasy things in? They're- well, they they had like um if I if I'm wrong, the three Sims fans that listen to this, please sue me. Don't actually sue me. I don't have any money. Uh, Call dibs on suing him first. Um, they they offered up a Harry Potter style expansion pack where it was like wizarding and magical, and like they could do spells, and you could like pretty much make Hogwarts, but not make Hogwarts, right? Right. Right. And like I remember Krista being really happy with that. She's she's a simmer. Is that is that what they're called? I think so. Are, sim- are we, are we uh, or is it called a sim simpleton? No, a that's- simpleton. <laughs> and we've offended everybody. Um, when it comes to the Star Wars pack, like I watched that trailer, I'm like, all right, cool. Chris uh, plays The Sims. I will watch this because I like Star Wars. And I'm watching it. I'm like, all right, so it's Batu. So it's the newer generation. I haven't seen all the movies yet, but I've been watching them slowly with Chris up. So that's fine. All right. So you can play as you can. You can meet Ray. You can meet Kylo Ren. That's kind of cool, I guess. Oh, cool. Some stormtroopers. Oh, the Millennium Falcon. These are things I know and recognize. Oh, look, a BB unit. That's kind of neat. It's painted like R2-D2 because you can't get it in orange. Game flaw, I'd assume. But 
Well, probably because they don't want uh, people to do weird sexual things with actual BB-8. What? What's the difference you know, between people, it being blue and gonna, orange? You know, people are going to do that because if it's if it's blue, then people are going to be like, "Oh, well, that's not actually BB-8 going inside that person's butt or something like that." <laughs> Guaranteed, that's what people are going to do. Well, it's, someone um, out there saw BB-8 and was like, "I know a good place for that." The 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 thing I actually like the most about this whole thing is the way the expansion of the game works is. You can go visit Batu, but you can't actually build anything from it. And then you can like take your like little houseware things and bring it back. And like, I, I guess you could unlock cosmetics for your home and like some cool sort of scavenge trash. And you get to bring your robot back to Earth. And, well, uh, that's all it really is, though, right? It's a content pack, but where but there's you a story have- mode to it. Yeah, but you you can't do that like you can't build any server stuff so it's a content pack but limited right like because when they release like the college one right that you was an actual college. thing you, like you can do that you can you know uh, edit your dorms and all do all that stuff right yep. whereas i think if they were to release a sims or a, a star wars pack for the sims you know actually being able to build a star wars themed home that would be cool that'd be that that would be interesting but really this is just like uh oh hey check out this star wars land and then when you're ready and the borders have opened up go to disney world and check out galaxy's edge the latest and greatest disney adventure from star wars or whatever Star Wars adventure from Disney, right? Like it just sounds like it's one big advertisement to get people in the mindset to go out and consume more Star Wars stuff and take it home. Well, I was reading, I I, I was getting pretty deep into the comments because I wanted to see what people like really cared about. And people were like, Oh, this is all Disney's fault. Disney, this Disney, that. And I'm looking at the content and then I'm looking at the company that makes it. And I don't think you have to go further than the fact that EA, once again, because we've talked about this on the podcast before, we've talked about it in person, EA is notorious for holding licenses and not making games. And then all of a sudden, they're like, hey, you guys are going to lose your license if you don't make some games. And they're like, okay, we're going to make this TIE Fighter VR game. We're going to, I don't know, what else can we do? Let's, let's, Let's put it in The Sims. That'll count, right? Yeah, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to call up Disney and we're going to be like, hey, what is the layout for Galaxy's Edge? Cool. Could we use it for content? All right, thanks. But that's like pretty much all they really did with Disney because they don't communicate with Disney when it comes to this content. They own the license. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They can have Jabba the Hutt fuck Kylo Ren. It doesn't matter. They have the ability to do that. The Mighty Mouse might get pissed, but they could put whatever they want into their game. Because that's EA, yeah. and that's just how EA runs. And, and like people are like doing that. I, I love how like people actually took the um, the attention to Kathleen Kennedy, and they were just like, "Yo, this is this bitch's fault." No, it's not. EA doesn't listen to their fans. If you say I want to have babies and old people, they're like Star Wars. Those are like old people. There was one comment on the um, the trailer that I actually found just incredible. 
It's like, so you're telling me we have a more diverse selection of aliens than we do human colored skin. <laughs> wow. That's uh, very true. The like Sims fans, the the I can't remember what they're called. They're called like um they're like professional simmers or like called sim creators or sim sim somethings. Um sim they, simpletons. Simpletons. Uh professional simmers. What uh, do you mean professional swimmers? No, I mean like what are they called? Anyways, whatever. Fuck it. Um, these guys are all begging to have more than two skin tones. Mm-hmm. And you're like, here's a green alien. Here's a pink alien. Here's a blue alien. And while I'm at it, just to complain some more, because that's all I like to do now. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Why can't you have the, sto- <laughs> the stormtrooper say, stop, blast them? Not Because that's, that was that's simulian, right? Simlish. Simlish? Sim- uh, I don't know. I'm just, I just look at this and I think it's such a disaster uh, for a community that's like really into their game. Also, the game looks six years old. Let, let's not kid ourselves. That flyover of Batu looks really nice. I'll give it that. But why does everything look like so blocky? You know, because it's and like it's running on a six year old game engine. That still is like poorly optimized. Do you do you know who what fans do it right? Epic Games they put a Black Panther statue inside Fortnite. I mean, I know we're not talking about the Black Panther anymore, but again, like the internet is just done. And like I know, I messaged you. What did we record last week? Like Thursday or something? Wednesday. And I was just like, oh, I think we should re-record. And you were like, why? I'm like, because EA released a trailer and everybody's pissed. Then they just happened to release another one for us this week. Um, Would you like some more comments? Yeah. Yeah. Lay it on me. She sounds like she's voice acting for a toddler show on the Disney Channel. Please make it stop. This trailer is painful. Someone from Bikini Bottom is screaming, my eyes again. (laughs) The environment looks cool, full of detail, but we know for a fact that it's going to be so empty. Boring, vapid regarding gameplay. EA, you can't fool us. We know you, but here's my $25. So so that, though, says that people are still going to buy it. Yeah. The thing is, is EA knows people are going to buy it because Sims players need their extra content. Yeah, I like this one, too. I can't believe I'm saying this, but when your selling point is blue milk and I'm falling for it, what is left of this franchise? I think that's pretty funny. That is true. The the people rejoice for the blue milk. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like what's your favorite absolute, like what's your favorite franchise that you will buy every single time? Doesn't matter. Game game wise. Yeah. uh, The Yakuza series. So let's say randomly. EA gets the rights to Yakuza. And they're like, I think I need these mob bosses to go fight a Star Wars nerd that has lightsabers. How'd you feel? Uh, TBH, that's something that they probably would put in the game anyways. And it would be funny. 
But let, okay, let's you, say that you need, that to, was- you need to understand the Yakuza series has you. One of the games has you um, in a bowling competition against a chicken. All right, so this is probably <laughs> a bad example then. Yeah, uh, let's say let, I don't know. Just any series, really, that EA would see. The problem with EA is that they, like you said, they hold on to licenses until they're about to expire, and then they make a shit ton of stuff that they just rush things out the door. Um, kind of like Sony with the Spider-Man, right? And and some of their superhero um, franchises, right? Because they they have to make movies with those characters in order to keep the licensing for those characters. And that's why we had so many reboots of Spider-Man. That's why we had like the fantastic four stuff like that. Right. So it's the problem is that when Sony, like you said, when, or when, uh, sorry, EA gets their hands on something, they just hold on to it forever so that no one else can, can make something. And the problem is like, there could very well be a awesome Sims type of game in star Wars. Right. But it could be done so much better if it wasn't just like, a kind of like a half-assed expansion for, um, the Sims. Right. Yeah. I meant, I meant to send you a gift that I was going to describe to everybody. So yeah, you would understand, it but it did- up as a picture to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> As like, I have an article up here and I I wanted to uh, go over some of the topics for the 10 simple reasons why people hate EA. Just 10. And the first thing you see is a a meme of, or it's a GIF of the EA logo. It looks like the EA Unreal logo, if I'm correct. Um, And an IGN logo with a one out of 10. And as the frame goes on, it's a hand coming out from behind the EA logo with a stack of cash going to IGN and the numbers increasing as the cash gets closer. And then on the next thing, uh, on the next page or the next screen, it shows the mass effect guy with a bunch of Mountain Dew and it says best game ever. <laughs> and that's kind of how it goes. So the number one reason, or actually it's just 10 random things. Force multiplayer and broader for a broader appeal. It does appear that every single EA game does have uh um what you call it? Force multiplayer to the point where even like that um that Rocket Arena game, it was like, yeah, everybody could play this for free. Don't worry about it, guys. Everybody could play it for free. All you have to do is uh buy some cosmetics and some rocket packs and you can play it for free. Because all we want you to do is play multiplayer games. Because multiplayer games means you want to buy cosmetics. Look at Star Wars Battlefront 2 as a great example. The game that banned banned in-game gambling. Now it's not loot boxes. Like you buy cosmetics, but you can't gamble on what you're going to get. That's true. Um, Number two is uh, rehashing old IPs to cash in. Have you ever played Need for Speed games? Battlefield or Medal of Honor? Yeah, it seems like I play a new one every year, but it's always the same thing. Well, except Metal of Honor. They haven't I mean, had they've stopped those, yeah. Yeah, but there's a new one coming out. It's probably the same as the old one. Yeah, Metal uh, of Honor. Again. Massive <laughs> Metal of Honor times two. Massive expenses with small profits. Most of EA's games are known to cost a ton of money to produce, and a lot of them barely break even. I want to know legitimately what ea access makes that company Mm -hmm. 
like I know I paid the I want to say it was like twenty nine ninety nine last year to get a full year. Mm-hmm. I've used that service legitimately. I bought it last October to play or last September, so I, I'm in my last month to play NHL seven days early. And since then, the only games that I've downloaded from the service, and this is also on me, are Need for Speed Heat and Battlefront 2. I played Battlefront 2 with you for like a week, and then we stopped playing, so. Right. I'm very curious. Number four, I think, um, the overblown marketing. This ties to EA's expenses as uh, noted above. How many EA games have you seen in recent memory that just have insane marketing up to launch and then you never see it again see it again was it anthem that was like that uh yeah it was like super marketed but then it just kind of failed and like if you remember the marketing for that game everybody thought it was gonna be the next best thing it's like holy shit they've got a game like you see your maddens through football games your nhls through hockey games I don't recall seeing very many trailers for Battlefront unless I was on YouTube already. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to see like a, a guerrilla marketing there, but like a lot of that stuff is going to be niche and like targeted marketing. But Anthem was supposed to be like a huge, huge title. Right? Um, yeah. Next, next one brings a, a tear to my eye because of the logo I see. It's buying out studios and getting them. Do you remember Westwood Studios? Yeah, we do yeah. too. And and uh, Maxis, yeah, they and City Games, all, well, all the Sim games, really. Before it was like the simulator games. Bullfrog Entertainment. What did they make? I'm not sure. I also don't remember um, Pandemic Studios. These are just the four biggest ones they bought. Oh, I remember they Pandemic. Bought... What did they make? Uh, they made like a bunch of games for um, like the PS2 era and Xbox era and stuff like that. Ooh. Bullfrog Entertainment, what did you make? You made video games. You made... Oh! So they made, like, uh, theme park-style video games, but I don't think they made, like, Roller Coaster Tycoon. They made Theme Park, Populous, Theme Hospital, Dungeon Keeper, Magic Carpet, like, games from the 90s. Um, theme Park World, Dungeon Keeper 2, Power Monger, The Magic Carpet. I, I recognize maybe a few of these. Oh, they made Quake Arena. They made all the Quakes. And they made PC CD-ROM Theme Park Inc. Ooh, Theme yeah. Park Inc. So is that where you work in a factory that makes uh, pens for theme parks? That that does sound exactly like what the game is supposed to be. So I'm going go. to say yes. Yeah, that's probably um, it. Next up on the list, <laughs> Origin and their two-year entitlement clause. I don't know too too much about this, but it does sound like um, it says the entitlement co- uh, clause caused all sorts of vengeful fury from gamers. The idea that you had to use Origin within the last two years to um, um, for your account to fall victim to a mandatory expulsion generating a fewer and rightfully so. Oh, so essentially if you didn't log into your origin, you would just lose any games that you had saved on their servers. Which is ridiculous. Well, I was hit by the next one. Origin <coughs> forum bans results and bans for all your purchased games. 
I purchased the Sim or uh, Sim City 2000. No, I think it was the newest Sim City. I bought that in, like 2010. Mm-hmm. I want to say. I wanted to play it. I was bored. I wanted to play it. I tried to put it in. Didn't work. It said I didn't have the license. I was like, what the fuck? I haven't played this for so long. So I go on EA's like chat and go through Origin. And they're like, do you own the game? I'm like, yes, I'm holding the physical copy. They're like, did you buy it? I was like, yes. Like, can you prove it? I was like, no. I bought it in London. Sorry, sir, that's not good. And I'm like, even so, I have the original disc key. Like, why would I? Like, this isn't like a CD-ROM that I got out of a cereal box. Like, I have the CD key. And they're like, can't. Sorry, you have to find the original email that it was attached to. Then you have to uh, get into that email. I'm like, no, that, that doesn't exist. I was a victim of the Hotmail shutdown, so my Hotmail still exists, but it, I don't have any of the content. And they're like, oh, well, you're out of luck. I'm like, cool, thanks. I won't play your game. You're welcome. I really dislike Origin. Can you tell? Now that I think about it, I don't know the last time I logged into my Origin account. Long enough? I probably don't own any games on Origin anymore. Thanks, EA. The last game I remember logging into Origin for was The Simpsons Tapped Out. Um, EA. <laughs> that counts, yeah, like the mobile game? Yeah, but it's still on Origin. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I love this. It's like this here is such a BS move by EA. Um, they always shut down their servers far too early. Oh, yeah. Like, all- the game's not making them like a shit ton of money. There's no point, no reason for them to keep supporting it, right? Well, they're just dickholes for that. Yeah, um, dickhole. Next on the list is almost every EA game now requires you to have an online pass. Uh, well, not anymore. Well, I mean... Like, what do you mean? Like, you have to be connected online, right? Uh, yeah. Because so they, they got to... They Away from the whole online pass thing during the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 life. Like, that's when it came and died at the same time. It was con- born. No, it was conceived, born, and buried all within the same generation. Massive failure by them, for sure. Well, the the reason why that didn't work out the way that they wanted to is because people complain so much about it. Right, like the whole idea was that you needed this online pass to be able to connect the game to the online servers to play these games. It was to deter people from buying games used. Um, you could still buy the online pass for like five to ten or fifteen dollars, right? But it was a way for EA and some other companies that followed suit to uh, get some money from that used game market. It mm. was a big, big kerfuffle of bullshit that thank god did not last um now now we're in a situation where they might do it again who knows ea is always a wild card the final two do you want to hazard a guess at what they are i honestly i don't even know what they could be uh well one is their dependency on microtransactions Oh, well, never mind. I could have guessed that. 
Yeah, they 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 don't call it the AA paywall for nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like to be if I'm being perfectly honest, and this is what I was saying about Madden as well. Those fat cats at EA are pretty like sat there this weekend and they were like, hmm. Sales are down for Madden 21. Maybe it's a pandemic. But look at that. Our eShop or their their online Madden store is fucking killing it. No worries. Don't worry about it. We're fine. You know? Mm-hmm. I hate that. And finally, EA is out of touch with their users. Well, what's new? <laughs> EA's I think some companies they, listening to. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think like Ubisoft, for example, you know, let's say take um, Assassin's Creed as a prime example. They were dishing out these games on a regular basis and they were all, you know, essentially the same game over and over again, you know, with some updates here and there, different stories and stuff like that. But the gameplay was the same. And people were saying that like people like the fans were getting bored of it, you know, and, and sales did get affected and stuff like that a little bit. But I think ultimately Ubisoft listened that, you know, gamers wanted something different. So they put the franchise on hiatus for it. It didn't seem like for very long, but it was what, like two or three years. Yeah. Cause normally there was a new game coming out every year, right? It's, Typically, it's almost every year. So they put the, the franchise on hiatus for a few years, and then they released um, Assassin's Creed Origins, which was a brand new take on the Assassin's Creed genre. They made it open world, added some RPG elements, but still kept the um, Assassin's Creedness to it, right? Like all the stealthy stuff, and that was a huge hit. And then Assassin's Creed Odyssey came out shortly after. Um, and I, I think, unfortunately, EA is going to get, or sorry, Ubisoft is going to get in the same um, cycle again, right? With these, some, of, some of these games. Um, oh, you but, mean if it's not Far Cry, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, wow, Assassin's Creed, you just said it three times. My bad. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, they're going to they're get in the cycle of releasing another game in the franchise every year or every year and a half. Right. Um, but like they've, they switched up the franchise enough that, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Did you play that one? No, I didn't. It's on my, uh, to buy list. Every time I go to look to buy it, it's still more than I want to pay for it. It's, it's a great game. Like I sunk easily over 40 hours in that, like within the first two weeks of buying it. And that's with you know, working full time almost. Right. So, that they they listened to the fans they wanted something different and they went to the drawing board and made something different now like there are a ton of open world games and something like that but those games work right like they currently are that's what people want right i personally don't necessarily like open world games too much because i find that there's too much exploring and i want to like it, there's too much distracting from the main story right like i don't want to have to go and find like 500 you know, shiny rocks just to you be You like a very linear experience in a narrative based game. But I, I wouldn't necessarily say necessarily say linear. Like I like some exploring, but not so much where I have to travel from one side of the map to the other, just to complete one m- mission. Right. Uh, like the last of us too. Yeah. 
Um, but EA, what they do is they they kind of completely disregard what gamers want, right? Like they they have their meetings and they their meetings. I know exactly what goes on in them. This is what one person says. You know, EA big wig executive number one says, what's going to make us the most money? And then that's where the conversation goes from there. Not whether or not like, okay, what's going to make gamers happy? What do people want? What do they want? It's what's going to make us the most money. What franchises do we own? Like what licenses do we own that is going to make us the most money? You know, the stupid part about that too is they probably have a picture of Darth Vader up on the wall and they walk by it every day and they're like, huh, it's on the tip of my tongue. And I, I can't tell you what franchise is going to make his money. <laughs> and no, they, the, they, thing they, is, they like, the thing is, is like, yes, yeah, Star Wars is going to make the money, but it needs to be good. Star Wars. I think probably the best Star Wars game that they released in the entire duration of them owning the license um, was the was um, Jedi Fallen Order, and even that had its um, n- negative aspects to it. Things like, oh, you can't decapitate or dismember stormtroopers. That's because the House of Mouse was involved in that one. Well, and that's the thing, though, right? Like these are the games. Remember when you could get a game on a Star Wars game on xbox or playstation 2 and literally dismember people right and and that's what gamers want they want like that authentic star wars and i get it there's not many times where people are dismembered in star wars movies but you know that's what gamers want they want to be able to have this lightsaber and have it feel like a real powerful weapon and, you know, the adventure and story in Jedi Fall, Fallen Order was actually really good. Um, the puzzles was great. And the only thing that really took me out of the game was the fact that, oh, I could cut this monster in half. But that stormtrooper who has, like, shitty armor, I'm going to completely and utterly destroy him with this, you know, final move. And... Oh yeah, he just lies there, like nothing happened to him. The two companies I think I would commend for listening to their fans in in recency or in recent memory would be, of course, Ubisoft. Um, they they run their workshops. Um, Rainbow Six is literally run by the fans, and it's still thriving. Like that game came out seven years ago, six years ago. Mm-hmm. But you know what company I've honestly got to give a ton of credit to? Infinity uh, no. Ward. Infinity Ward. Oh, really? Look at look at the last four years of Battle Royale, because that's been kind of the craze. You had your Fortnite and your PUBG, and they kind of started it all. And then Fortnite and PUBG were like, oh, we have seasons. And then Apex Legends came out. Another EA game where they don't listen to people. And these games all came out. And then Call of Duty was just like, guys, we're going to release a Battle Royale standalone for free. And everybody was just like, 
can, can they do that? And EA was like, they frantically- I don't think they whispered it. They fucking yelled it like, play Warzone now, bitches. And yeah, there was TV spots and everything. And EA's over there on the phone. They're like, can, we, can they do that? And then somebody was just like, yeah, Apex Legends is free, you dolt. And they were like, hey, can we add Star Wars to Apex? Oh my God. What if they did that? Like, you know how Fortnite right now has the whole, yeah. like, they, they have the MCU because they have like timed characters and stuff. Could you imagine Apex Legends brings in Battlefront characters? Dead. I would actually play that just to see how they do it. But if only there was like some sort of mass, large scale shooter game that involves Star Wars characters. Um, there is. It's called oh, wait. Battlefield. Yeah, right. Battlefront. No, Battlefield made by EA and DICE. No, Battlefield. What? No, Star Wars. Yes, they're the same game. Yeah, but one Star Wars, and they could have totally added a Battle Royale mode to that, but they didn't because EA's like, oh, you know, we've we've done what we wanted with Battlefront 2. Thank you for your money. Yeah, it's just Don't get me wrong. I still, I enjoy playing Battlefront 2 now that it's been like fixed and stuff like that over the last few years. But they could have really been supporting that game well into the future. They could have pulled an Ubisoft with Rainbow Six and turned that like they don't get me wrong. They turned Battlefront Two around from the oh, cluster that it was when it was uh, launched. Right? It's so but, enjoyable. I love playing it. But they I don't like the updates, but I like playing it. But they could have really pushed forward and added like a battle or a battle royale mode. Can you imagine like having just a, a battle royale mode with just stormtroopers and rebels, right? Like not necessarily any special characters and stuff like that, but you know, make it more of a strategic um, battle system rather than just like two teams going at it all out battle. All at war, which you know yeah. that's what the big Star Wars battles were. But still, you know, show those kind of more rugged and I don't know. It, it, I feel like they could have done a lot more with it. But you know what? We it, it's EA. We know that they're going to come out with some other battle. Like they're going to come out with Battlefront Three at some point. It's going to be the same Battlefront Two and One. Yeah. Like, when does the next Battlefield come out? Because they come out kind of at the same time. They just slap a different skin on the same game. That's true. Um, it's I know. literally I don't. the same game. Um, look, at, at the end of the day, the way I look at it is the companies that are willing to listen to their fans and implement changes and improvements. Like, Infinity Ward right now is depending a ton on Twitch streamers further input. And like when that game was massively broken, they, they didn't even hesitate to drop a 60 gig patch to fix it in the middle of the week, which made no sense, but <laughs> they, they did it cause they listened. EA would just be like, that Sims heads flying off. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a pretty cool bug guys. We did it. I don't know. I just, maybe it's time that myself and EA take a little break ski. Don't play any of their games for a little bit. Don't purchase any of their games. Just kind of chill. 
it's going to be tough because I do like playing NHL as I get off here to play NHL. But it's it's one of those things now where I I don't think the community knows what to do. And I think if the community stops spending money, maybe they'll listen. Mm-hmm. The problem is I would say 60% of EA's business is microtransactions. Once those games are sold, they're making 60% of their money on microtransactions. That's 40% on the games. That's nuts. I know people who do microtransactions on the the EA Access games. So they pay for EA Access. I, I, I know somebody really well who does it. He's like, yeah, six bucks a month. That's two coffees. I don't really care. I'm like, why don't you buy a year? He's like, it's attached to my credit card. I don't care. I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, what are you playing? He's like, FIFA 20. I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, I've sunk like $300 into it. Pardon? Already? I was like, pardon? Or FIFA 19, maybe. No, FIFA 20 came out earlier this year. Oh, yeah. But still. I was like, like, why didn't you buy the game? He's like, I I can get the rights to it for five bucks. I'm like, yeah, but you don't own it. You own a rental to it. At least if you buy the disc, you own all the content you've bought. And you could sell all that content online. It's like, yeah, but I really like my players. I'm like, and why'd you spend three hundred dollars? He's like, it's a really addictive game. Like, it's addicting to pull card packs. I was like, those fuckers, EA. A card pack is not considered a stuff pack. You're not gambling. Wow. It's still pay to win, but it's just a different, dirty way to play. And he's like, yeah, I buy coins to level up my players, and then I use those coins to buy cards, and then I trade cards and get better cards. $300. I have another friend who plays FIFA exclusively and he's like, I buy the disc and I put myself money aside and I spend about $250 a year playing FIFA. And I was trying to think back. I was like, how much have I spent on NHL? And I was like, okay, so if I pre-order the game with like the good, the good pack, like the ultimate edition, that's a hundred dollars instead of 89. And I get 10 weeks worth of cards. That's enough for me. If I get some other coins and I win games and I get coins, I can grind through the game slowly. Being patient. Call of Duty Warzone, I paid $0 for and I've spent $50 on season passes. Yeah, that might sound a little high, but that's still not the equivalent of a full game yet. And I'm enjoying this content. I like getting, like, I like grinding through the game pass and getting the content. That's worth it to me and I think that's fine. But if I were buying, like, I also own the Modern Warfare disc. So if you were to take the Modern Warfare disc and I've paid for two seasons, I'm at what? $140? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's still not bad for a year's worth of gaming when that's literally one of the only games I play. That's a game I play with my friends. That is what my friend group online plays. That's what we play. And I understand the argument would be the same for FIFA. And the same for like Madden and even the same for Sims, but Sims you're playing by yourself. You know, the whole Sims catalog for Sims four is worth like $450 or more. Really? Yeah. It's so expensive. I looked at what the whole thing was worth the other day. The Sims four plus all expansions. I want to see Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm on EA's website. Oh, my God. Journey to Batu. Show, show me. 
bundle packs, bundle and save, build your bundle. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna build it on the Origin website. This can only be oh, Origin slow. Don't worry about it. <sighs> All right. Um, are you, are you I, winded just from that? You're getting pretty excited. Oh, it doesn't let me look at the catalog unless I sign in. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Well, fuck you, Origin. I was, I was, I was going to do you guys a favor. I was going to do a solid and tell you everything. Um, all right. So the base game, this is in euros, is thirty four ninety nine. The deluxe edition is forty four ninety nine. Each expansion pack is thirty five dollars, and they've had get to work, get together, city living, cats and dogs, seasons. Um, they had a running total so far of holy fuck. This game's worth a ton of money. The game packs alone are $24.99 Canadian. I know that. So that's one, two, three, four. That's $175 in just game packs. Plus, if you look at what is $34 European in Canadian? 50 bucks? 50, 200, 250, Roughly. 300, 375. And then that's another 15. So 30, 60, 90. $500. Well, there's more. $600. What's 485 euro in Canadian and then add another three stuff packs to that? Like $754 Canadian. If you include the other two packs, you're at $1,000. The thing is, is that people have paid that and people will pay that. This is me giving you the the greatest round of applause. It's Are you not twerking right now? It might as well be. Is that your ass clapping? <laughs> yeah, pop, bubble, pop, pop. Good on you. Good on you. You know what? For all that I was just mad about, I can't, like, oh my God. See, that's People the thing. Are- EA's like, what's going to make us money? And this is it. They probably ran out of ideas for the Sims. And it's like, okay, well, what haven't we done? Oh, yeah, let's put Star Wars in there. What? uh, Or like, I can't even. I'm just literally putting the math together from what Chris has spent on the Sims. I've just I'm hold up. She spent that much money on the Sims. She she owns every pack. You need to um, have a talk with her. I but like I do know that she waits till they're on like the fifty percent sales and stuff on their websites. You know what this means, right? At our next grand road trip adventure, you get to spend money. I think we're gonna vlog that one in October. Yeah, we could. Yeah, Yeah, October. It's gonna be sometime in September. Oh, maybe. Who knows? But yeah, man, look out. Uncle Shawnee's on a tear and he's going to go buy some stuff. Yeah, he's going to buy everything. Speaking of which, one of the games that I was looking for is now at Retro Bro. Just uh, I I was contemplating making an online order and jumping there one day after work or before work. Which game was it? I'm not saying it on the internet because somebody else will go buy it. Oh, I was going to buy it. Yeah, but you would buy it for a gift for me. And you already own this title, I'm pretty sure. So I'm not overly worried. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I digress. I mean, 
the only the last thing I got to say about The Sims now because it's freaking me out is have you ever seen that shit on a humble bundle? No. <laughs> Yet I bought three hundred dollars worth of Civ Five for nineteen ninety nine. Actually, I think that's high. I think I paid twelve ninety nine for the entire every part of Civ Five. And now I own Civ Six and I barely play it. Cause it's not nearly as good as Civ Five. And if you think otherwise, you should shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that's uh that I didn't realize that the game was that expensive. And the thing is, is that that's just what this this well, I guess this is the Sims, right? Is that what it's just yeah. called? Think about it, like those Sims people 4. bought I guess it's the Sims four, but like people have bought expansions for the Sims, the Sims two, the Sims three, right? Like they spent, they've, they got, EA's got their money. Oh, okay. So here you go. So in Canada, stuff packs went from nine 99 to 12 99 game packs went from 1999 to 25 99 and expansion packs went from $39 and 99 cents to 51 99. Are you fucked? Well, not yet. Not not fucked until you buy the expansion pack. But like, oh my god, that is so crazy! Like there are deals that you could find, but come on. All right, I've changed my mind. EA is absolute diabolical geniuses, and do you know how much money they're going to roll out on this twenty-five dollar Star Wars campaign? A ton, just a ton. Because for every person who's like, I don't like Star Wars. And the one comment I did see a lot was this would be more appealing if it was original Star Wars characters. Because the latest generation of Star Wars characters have not hit fans as well as Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, Leia, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're they're losing a little bit on Kylo Ren and Rey. Who knows? BB-8's adorable. But there was no Porgs either. Well, that's probably but a good thing. There was like 20 aliens that were all different colors and a robot that was a DJ. And they like in the bar, they didn't have a cantina, no cantina band. Disappointing. Sorry, guys. This was a very ranty episode. We uh, just we wanted to rant. Well, we were upset about Sony and then everybody's upset with EA. And now I'm upset with EA for multiple reasons. <laughs> yeah, and I need some ice cream to calm down. I do have a uh, a tub of moose tracks that I'm I'm very excited to to have a bowl of tonight. It's going to be a great day. Wait, hold on. You eat extremely in a bowl? Where do you eat it? It comes in a bowl already. Where are you buying ice cream in a bowl? Like it's the packaging, the the ice cream tub. Yeah, but you take it out of the tub and put it in the bowl. Why? That's seems counterproductive. But I like so I. Now that I um I have a membership at Costco, I go rogue all the time. And you can get the the two liter um tub of moose tracks for like yeah. three ninety nine. I just finished that today. <laughs> Literally the best value like you know how much it is to get a cone at a Kawartha dairy? Four dollars for two scoops, and I get the whole tub for four dollars, I win. Yeah. But you know who really wins? Yeah, yeah, EA, <laughs> yeah, EA will charge you for those uh, pe- mini peanut butter cups to add to your boost track. 
Oh, it's so good though. Like I've never, it's not a bad time. Never a bad time. But I, I think, I think that's it for us, right? Yeah. I I'm, I'm kind of pooched from ranting about EA and Sony. Now we may or may not have an episode next week. We might take a week off. It really depends on both of our schedules. If we do, we'll see you in two weeks. If not, we will see you next week for another exciting episode, of course, of the Scene on Screen podcast. Peace.